and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast Minisodes. I'm Katie, and today's letter comes from someone that wants to be kept anonymous. They write, I'm an exmo who is trying to write about my experiences and often feel very alone. It's so therapeutic to hear you chat casually using the language and terms of Mormonism. It is comforting, the dormant cultural language of my youth. It is additionally comforting to hear terms used blasphemously. I want to pause here and say thank you so much. That's very kind. And it's really nice of you to say that it's comforting to hear us be blasphemous about certain terms and things that are in the church because it's really comforting to Sarah and I too. It feels empowering to be able to criticize and poke fun at certain things that we were told our whole life were too sacred to even touch, right? And it feels like taking some control back. And we get a lot of hate for doing that. Um, We get told a lot by members of the church that we are disrespectful and that we need to, you know, hold their rituals and their religion as sacred or at least not make fun of it. And we feel the same as you, that there's comfort in blasphemy and it helps you take back power, honestly. Okay, continuing on. I am, I am an art historian who is trying to write critically about cultural issues of race and gender in the LDS church. I'm running into a lot of mental grief regarding capitalization of all things. This proves a certain point about indoctrination because I never thought these words, for example, general authorities, temple baptism, the church, etc. I never thought that these couldn't be capitalized. I didn't really think about it as part of the intentional power structuring of religion. I thought it was just grammar because they look so weird to me uncapitalized. Uncapitalizing seems like a good act as I worked on as I work on my project, but admittedly, I still feel very blasphemous doing so. I'm wondering if you guys have ever felt this. Do you have any advice or a system that you use? I'm also struggling trying to look up terms in the academic religious studies style guide because so many Mormon terms are so specific and have not yet been added. So this is something that I hadn't really um, consciously thought about until this writer wrote in. Uh, I, I found myself doing this as well, and through my journey... I've slowly started to not capitalize things when I'm talking about them. I think I'll still capitalize LDS because it's an acronym, but I don't capitalize Mormon. I mean, sometimes I do just out of habit, but a lot of times I don't capitalize that. I definitely don't capitalize the church. I I don't capitalize things like general authorities, you know, just those words. Um, I'll capitalize their names just because that's proper grammar. But, um, and I definitely, I don't capitalize God. And a lot of times I don't capitalize Jesus. And I think that is just kind of out of blasphemous, blasphemy for blasphemy's sake sometimes. Um, but I, yeah, I don't capitalize God because I feel like that could be referring to any God, even though their God is heavenly father. Right. And, um, But I have noticed that sometimes it will change depending on who I'm talking to. For example, if it's in a text to a family member or a friend who is Mormon, I might capitalize things 
a little more because I feel like sometimes if I don't, they don't take me seriously or they think I'm being disrespectful, which is kind of crazy that there's that much power in those words. You know, if I don't capitalize the words Heavenly Father or I don't capitalize the church or president, whatever, Nelson, you know. Um, So I found that I still, just for the sake of trying to hold their attention when I'm talking about something so they don't have that area to nitpick at, I'll conform to the capitalization. But for the most part, um, and especially in like the ex-Mormon world and on our social media, I, for the most part, do not. And I, I guess it, it can depend on the day. It can depend on if I do this consciously or unconsciously. But I think it's a really interesting thing to bring up um, because that is something that for a long time I thought it was almost, it's like a sin to not capitalize those words because they're supposedly so holy and sacred. But it does feel good to not give them power anymore. Okay, continuing on. I've been out of the church and they put church with, they put the capital C first and then slash lowercase c, which I like. I've been out of the church for a decade and live a secular happy life, but the inner conflict I experience over uncapitalizing Mormon terms reminds me of how hard it is to leave and how much residual trauma I carry. Much like your podcast, I am trying to bridge my personal and shared religious history with more secular and academic criticism. It's hard to know how much of the Mormon voice or perspective or reality to keep in my writing. I guess I'm wondering if you have ever felt this internal struggle over the language you use even as ex-Mormons. I want to keep that sort of insider quality while still being accessible. At what point does hanging on subconsciously giving words power continue to damage my healing? Um... Yeah, I <laughs> I get it. I think kind of like what I was saying earlier is that you want to seem credible and you want to seem relatable and keep that perspective of yes, I I fully believed these things and I used to capitalize these and treat them as holy and reverent uh and you want at least for me um I try to remember that a big part, a big goal of why Sarah and I do our podcast is so that possibly questioning members can have some comfort and help in leaving. And sometimes I think, well, if I come from things at a bit bit more of a reverent perspective, maybe they won't be scared away. But then I also have that internal battle of I don't, I don't have reverence for this stuff, so should I capitalize it? So... I I understand the struggle. I think for me, I mostly don't capitalize unless I think that the the exact situation fits, which I guess for a historian, I don't, (laughs) I definitely don't have scholarly advice for you, but I think it's a really interesting, you know, it's a very interesting thing to bring up. It's a very interesting area to think about what we give power to and how that's just been ingrained in us that that in and how they seem like they're always supposed to be capitalized when someone who didn't grow up in the mormon church would think that they look odd capitalized so to answer your question that yes i've i i've felt that and i think just do what feels best for you i'm sorry i don't have much more 
straightforward advice, but for me personally, I've decided to take the power away from most of the words, unless I feel like the exact situation deems it necessary. To finish, they write, Please keep up the incredible work. I am so grateful. You have a lifelong listener in me. So happy to finally feel like if we were to ever meet, I would have my first ever ex-Mormon friends. Oh, yes, definitely. I feel like even though the majority of you I haven't met in person, I feel like we are friends and it's really cool. I know that sounds cheesy, but it really does feel amazing and we have this connection with all of you so thank you for this letter and for helping me think about this something that i had never articulated out loud before and i'm sure a lot of the listeners can relate to this so thanks again thank you for joining me on this mini-sode I really enjoy doing them and making them for you, and I hope that you enjoy them too. If you want to send us anything, please feel free to email us at notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at notsomollymormonpodcast, and you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash notsomollymormon. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.